Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We are back and better than ever. Two weeks off feels like a new week. What? <laughs> I was just saying, what? <laughs> Good news is, Gamescom is wrapping up as we're recording, so we actually have things to talk about, unlike we would have if we recorded last week. That's true. Uh, there was nothing last week other was, than these are the things that might be at Gamescom. Yeah, which is always the worst news of, yeah. hey, here's everything that might be there, and then we'll just talk about what was there next week. There's so much that we, I think we cover uh, like 25% of it, maybe, in this here episode of Gamers 2 Podcast, your bi-weekly, weekly roundup of news and commentary. Related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Is it bi-weekly? Is that every two weeks? It's every two weeks. Okay. Pay periods are bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. As opposed to... I guess not all pay periods. depending on your company. Yeah. As opposed to what? Weekly? Or... What is it? There's one that's like every two. Or there's one that's like twice a in a period. It's like bi-weekly. Semi and... Maybe. That's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. I don't know. Bad brain. Not that anybody uses the word semi-weekly, but that would imply that it was twice a week. Yeah. That must be what I'm thinking of. Well, generally, it's when you, you, you're you talking annually. That's what I'm thinking Yes. Of. Bi-annually. Yes. Not every other year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Weirdness. It is weird when you think about it, the biannually and biweekly don't, don't mean the same thing. Yeah. Not time even is an enigma. Yes. Well, time is a false construct. All right. No one it's gets true. It. I blame the Romans. Can I blame them for that? Yeah. Okay. No. The calendar. Well, no. You can't really blame them for the calendar. The Julian calendar you can blame them for. I'm, can I just blame them anyway? You could. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's yeah, blame sure. them. Fuck yeah. those Romans. Hell yeah. Anyway, here's something the Romans didn't have. New video game releases. They might have. Nah, I don't believe it. Okay. The Egyptians you could have sold me on. The Romans, though? No. The Atlanteans. Exactly. And the lost city thereof. They got better games than we do. They're hanging out with fish. Or aliens. Don't know. Or fishy aliens. Mind blown. Number one, D Powerball for the PC. That's what you play after you constantly lose the lottery. Can't lose if you don't play. That's true. Also can't win. Number two, Kill the Crows for the PC. 
Number three, Humankind makes its way to console. Number four, Mortals of Avium for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number five, WrestleQuest for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number six, Blasphemous 2 for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number seven, Tau Plan Arcade Shoot'em Up Collection Volume 2 for the PC. Number eight, Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number nine, Ashina the Red Witch for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Speaking of time, I have lost all concept of time because I cannot believe that uh, Armored Core 6 is out. Yeah. And that we are basically getting into video game release window. It it begins with Armored Core. Yeah. Starfield is two weeks. Early release is next week. Jesus. No, I'm not mentally prepared for any of this. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, anatomically. There you go. Okay. I was going to say, there's got to be another one I can't think uh, of. Uh, metaphorically. I don't know. Ooh, metaphorically is good. Can you imagine being metaphorically ready for something? I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. But I'm going to use it. I need to figure out what it means because I feel like I should use it more often. Yeah. I mean, are you I'm ready? metaphorically ready for that. Hey, are you ready? Metaphorically. metaphorically. <laughs> Just because you're going to get a bunch of people that go, the fuck people are you are talking like, about? But they won't say anything. They'll just be like, well, okay. If you catch somebody with it that doesn't know you at all, they're going to hit you with, that's weird, man. <laughs> you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> You get the dude who like puts his hand on your shoulder and is like, I feel you. Oh, yeah. Then you run into that guy. Yeah. That guy is the trip, though. Because mm-hmm. he's tripping. Yeah. He knows the secret menu of Burger King. There's a secret menu of Burger King? Exactly. Yeah. Only he knows it. It doesn't exist. He just happens to know the one guy at 2 a.m. at his Burger King that will make him whatever the hell he decides to request. Yeah. I like BK sauce. BK stacker sauce. I don't know what that means. Sauce, special sauce. Yeah, of the Burger King. Yep, Burger King special sauce. <laughs> exactly. There's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't need any more. Sounds good. <laughs> the past like three times I've gone to Burger King, which is like three weeks. I generally seem to go like once uh, every once a week or every once every two weeks. The dude. My weekly. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> They've always asked me if I wanted a crown <laughs> in the drive through. <laughs> you just look at you gotta I just look. I'd laugh the first time. I was like I then he was standing there with a crown. I was like, Oh he's serious. Like, Does he just think you have a kid? Like what do you order? I don't know. I I don't I just order like a double cheeseburger and small fry or something. Like it's not Oh. At at, at a certain point you need to just deadpan Yes. And then take it from them and slowly put it on. Don't break eye contact. <laughs> and then before you pull away, just I thought about it. I, I did think about King. it. I last time I was like I did bring lunch to work, so I went I ran to Burger King and I grabbed some food. I was like, it would be really great to walk back into work just wearing a Burger King crown. Yeah, but I you just gotta mess with the guy in the drive-through. Just get the the crown, put it on, stare at him the entire time you're doing all of this. And then just, I am the Burger King. And then just slow, it drive away. Just go well, straight. While don't, keeping eye contact. Yeah, yeah. Don't break eye contact until you see the wall and then, you know, look forward. Yeah. 
don't run into the don't even take your food you. take the crown first and just put leave. that on and leave <laughs> this is what i was here for <laughs> i'm the heir to the burgering <laughs> throne i'm the king now bitch <laughs> uh what do you what do you feel bow to your king Sorry, too far in <laughs> my own story for that. Uh, I'm feeling odds. Son of a bitch. Suck it. Number one, Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard has been restructured and is once again under investigation. And Ubisoft is now somehow part of it. Both Microsoft and the Competition and Markets Authority, the UK regulator that blocked the deal earlier this year, announced on Tuesday that a new deal has been submitted for the latter's consideration. The deal is designed to address the CMA's concerns about Microsoft's dominance in cloud gaming by removing this aspect entirely. Cute concern, what if we just don't? Instead, the cloud gaming rights have been divested to an independent third party, Ubisoft. Weird. I have a theory on this, but continue. Yeah, all right then. The Assassin's Creed publisher has been given cloud streaming rights for all current and new Activision Blizzard games released for PC and console, including any releases over the next 15 years. Ubisoft will be able to commercialize and license the cloud gaming versions of any of these titles, adding them to any other cloud gaming services around the world, including ones operating on non-Windows operating systems. Microsoft will take a one-off payment from Ubisoft for these rights, as well as further compensation, quote, through a market-based wholesale pricing mechanism, including an option that supports pricing based on usage, end quote. With the cloud gaming rights excluded from the deal, both Microsoft and the CMA agree that this is now a substantially different transaction, and as such, the CMA has started a new Phase 1 investigation with a statutory deadline of October 18th, 2023. So what excuse are they going to come up with this time? <clears throat> Ubisoft is French. It's not an excuse, it's a fact, but to them, yeah, it's a, a problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, so my theory is that there's a clause in the contract that if Ubisoft gets sold, the rights fall back to Microsoft. Oh, no, I believe that, but I would also just love the idea that they do this, and then next year, Microsoft goes, Ubisoft. I'm buying Ubisoft. <laughs> and the CMA just looks at them going, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are we going to do this again? Uh, because they they wouldn't be worth more than $10 billion, hmm. Even with this. We look, I think last time we looked, um, Ubisoft's market cap was like only like four, four or $6 billion or I think something. Six. Oh. It's a weird one. So it would just be really entertaining if they just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they can have it. And I will have them. I wonder why they chose Ubisoft. It's a weird one. Google backed out. And back to the whole thing. Who else has it? NVIDIA. Only other person. Yeah. Oh, we're worried about cloud gaming. The only other two competitors are Luna, not a competitor. And, and, and technically, Luna, not even a thing because Luna is Amazon's. Ubisoft just has a partnership with them. Yep. For their own game. So And NVIDIA doesn't want to get that involved. They're all all yeah, in they're, on AI. They're, and they've but they already made the deal. Yeah, true. They already made a ten year deal for it to like what? That's the other thing, it's not I, I didn't put it in the in this paragraph, but all the other deals are still valid. Yeah. I think it's just that they get to choose essentially where it goes. 
So the funny thing is, if Microsoft doesn't put something in cloud gaming, they get to go, you have to go talk to Ubisoft. Now, you can't complain to me anymore. I just make the game. Sorry. Yeah. Suck it. Bitch. All right, throwback. <clears throat> Atari has taken the wraps off the, the, the Atari 2600 Plus, a modern reinvention of the most popular home console. Of its most popular home console. It's set to ship in November. The Atari 2600 Plus plays original Atari 2600 and Atari 7800 cartridges. It also comes with a 10 games in one cartridge, featuring some of the system's staples such as Combat, Adventure, Missile Command, and Yars Revenge. The Atari 2600 Plus's video output has been updated with widescreen support and an HDMI cable. The system sells for $130 and includes one joystick. Additional joysticks are $25. Atari is also selling Atari 2600 paddle controllers with a four-game bundle for $40, as well as two separate games, Berserk Enhanced Edition, and the newly created Mr. Run and Jump for $30 each. Atari also released a game compatibility list detailing which games will run on the Atari 2600 Plus. Uh, while it plays most titles, there are a number of untested games in the 2600 versions of Real Sports Boxing, Super Cobra, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre are unplayable on the system. A lot to digest there. There is a lot to digest there. I guess the the interesting thing is one hundred and thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and then you can buy additional controllers, which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like is for for an additional controller to be twenty five dollars. That's a great price for an additional controller, but one hundred and fifty five dollars for a console plus a spare controller. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think this has any sort of long term viability. It's like, you know. In the same vein as the, uh, the hell were those things called? The Nintendo NES Classic. That was, yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I mean, know. if you're into this sort of thing, it's great. Yeah, but I feel like you would just get all the old games and do just a ROM thing on your own instead of yeah. buying, you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. Maybe collectors or people who want it, like, yeah, to probably display be a, it. Probably be one of those holiday sellers. Where it'll be like, ooh, Christmas gift, and then they'll just nobody will. Yeah. But come January, people are like, huh? What? These things? Number three, Charles Martini is stepping down as the voice of Mario. <laughs> Nintendo said Martinet is moving. I say, I assume that's not Martinet, and it is Martinet. Uh, is moving into the newly created role of Mario Ambassador. Martinet has voiced Mario, as well as other characters such as Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi, for nearly 30 years, with many players first introduced to his performance via 1996's Super Mario 64. His last role, Matt? Uh, Mar- what? Mario Wonder? Nope. Yeah. Mario's dad in the Super Mario movie. But he's doing Mario Wonder that's coming out. His last role. Oh, role. Like, okay. <laughs> I got it. Even if he's doing Wonder, I'm not acknowledging that. Okay. For the purpose of what my story is. And all the, right. The all touching right. It's moment, fine. The touching moment where he plays Mario's father. That's sweet. I'm glad they did that. 
And that's where the story ends. Okay. He's dead. Nothing more. Jesus. All right. <laughs> he has passed the torch to Chris Pratt. <sighs> it's wild. I mean, it's wild that it's been the same dude the entire time. When, that's pretty when, crazy. When the entire thing is just, wahoo! Yeah, like, do you re-record the voice lines? Like, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, do do you just reuse them? Do you have HD remasters of Mario? I'm surprised he's not like being AI'd. Maybe he is. Well, I mean, like, I'm just curious. What what is? I want to know what a day recording Mario looks like. Recording all of that, like for a, a Mario game. How long are you in the booth? Six minutes. Or is it like a week? Because when Awada was alive, you would just have a gun to your head because it was like, no, 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 no. I need this slightly different. Ra- no. Slightly different. No. Slightly different. It's just basically the scene from Whiplash where he's just like, again! <laughs> Jesus. That's what I mean. It's 50-50. Either Japan or everybody else but more so, <laughs> or it's exactly how we think it would go in a voice recording booth for that. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a, I'd like a docu series on it since he's retiring. <laughs> be such a be such a wild hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, they fucking you. did a documentary on Elmo. I know, but just like all you, yeah. But at least that was like a more of a full sentence the entire time. <laughs> this is just a guy doing Wahoo the entire time <laughs> for, for an hour and a half documentary would be amazing. It's Nintendo, they do it. All right, number four. Microsoft has unveiled a new strike-based enforcement system for Xbox. If a user violates community standards, they receive a strike. The number of strikes and length of punishment depends on the violation level. Violations include hate speech, profanity, cheating, and harassment. A player that amasses eight strikes will be banned from using Xbox services such as multiplayer and voice communication for one year. In addressing a question on social media about why the system has an eight-point rule, uh, Xbox boss Phil Spencer explained the users can receive multiple strikes for their violations at once. Spencer said strikes are, quote, spent strikes. Ooh, ooh, uh. Try it again. Spencer said, quote, strikes are assigned based on the severity of the actions and can, can result in more than one strike for an infraction, end quote. So you can burn all eight in one go. Could. You, you just really, gotta you really you, need to get banned for a year. You gotta hit every one of those in, in <laughs> one one sentence. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Oh, how do I work this last one in? Uh Jesus. What? So I can suck that water down. <laughs> hydrate before you dehydrate. Hydro homies. Uh, yeah, I saw the, the, like, I, I want to just call it the eightfold path. I saw the, <laughs> the eight straight path that they created of, like, the timeline. You, this happens, then this happens, and, you know, this strike, and then you're banned for this long, and, you know, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, all right, I guess that's, like, it's a more, sh- like, public understanding of it. But there's yeah. also the point where, like, I think somebody had pulled up the stats, potentially, or maybe it was Xbox themselves, where, like, 
the amount of people that have been banned for yada 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 over the course of blah 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 is like 0.1% or something. Yeah, they said something about like 1% of all users have gotten an infraction and of them 0.1% have been banned. Yeah, so for... it's like why do you need 8 then if you're barely hitting the community? Mhm. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's really going to affect well, you or I ever, but yeah. Number five, Larian Studios has confirmed that Baldur's Gate 3 will be launching on Xbox Series X and S consoles this year. Following a meeting with Xbox head Phil Spencer, Larian CEO Sven Vinke made the announcement on social media. Quote, we've found a solution that allows us to bring Baldur's Gate 3 to Xbox players this year. Still. Something we've been working towards for quite some time. All improvements will be there with split-screen co-op on Series X. End quote. The Xbox Series S console version of the RPG will not feature split-screen co-op. Baldur's Gate 3 will have cross-save progression functionality between Steam and Xbox Series systems. All good things. Yeah, I feel like that's a fair compromise. No reason to hold it back if you can't get it to work on the S. Just can the S and moving on. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about the S. I mean... Um, All the problems it's causing because we have to keep doing common denominator bullshit. Yeah, I mean... and. Phil Spencer spoke about it, and and basically, Microsoft's holding their ground on it. They were like, "We don't see a problem with it, so it's gonna. We're not getting rid of the set, the ass, and we're not gonna upgrade it." So you know, business as usual. I guess now that they've set a precedence, maybe they'll have to do this more often, where they cut features from this from the ass. Like the ass, yeah, Just the whole ass. Cut it. Cut it, turn it sideways, you can make it into a swirly X. Whoa. Whoa! Alright, where are we? Number eight? Six? Six. Don't skip ahead, you fucking loser. Alright, can uh, you count? <laughs> no. Sony has revealed details for its new dedicated remote play system. The PlayStation Portal. Let's put this be real clear. We gotta put the words remote play in quotes. Yes. Yes. We are about to speak on that. <laughs> it will allow PlayStation yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> it will allow PlayStation 5 owners to play titles installed on their consoles without using a TV screen. Uh, consumers will need to connect to their home console via Wi-Fi. The PlayStation Portal includes an 8-inch LCD screen that can display 1080p resolution at 60 frames per second. It includes a 3.5 millimeter audio jack for wired audio, such as headphones, which I don't know what else you plug in there. It does not include Bluetooth or support uh, for cloud streaming. PlayStation Portal will set you back $200 and will launch this year. Additionally, Sony announced two new gaming accessories with the Pulse Elite, a wireless headset, and Pulse Explore wireless earbuds. They both feature AI-enhanced noise canceling. The devices will be able to connect with the PlayStation Portal and PlayStation 5 hardware via PlayStation Link, a new wireless audio technology that provides low latency and lossless audio. I'm I'm scrolling for things. Sony Interactive Entertainment has entered a deal to purchase audio technology company Audis. Terms of the transaction, including the cost, were not disclosed. Audis will continue to operate as a separate entity and develop its 
own audio products. Aw, oh, D's nuts. Anyway. <laughs> every every time every time, time I've read that every time I've read it this week, all it's all I can think of. Uh, I just found it funny because of the no Bluetooth thing specifically, and I. So, do you have any immediate thoughts before I go off? Um, probably what you, I'm probably the same things you're about to say. So you can you're more than welcome to to go for it. Good, I will then. I'm going to shock you with the first one. So aggressive. Go ahead. About as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. Price-wise or just in general? thought this whole thing was going to be worse. Okay. Mainly price-wise. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred 150 yes. I think 150 was their perfect price. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the no Bluetooth thing. Like, 150 was their chef's kiss. You nailed it. This is unbelievable. I'm surprised you're competent anymore. They said 200 and I went, okay, not terrible. For doing the whole controller thing, you know, not bad. And then they said no Bluetooth, and I went, now hold on. You need the Blink headsets, which you just announced in March, or sorry, May. And those are all brand new, specifically using your PlayStation technology that are like 200 something dollars. So now I'm up to $500 in that plus taxes or whatever. Now I'm not a fan. The philosophy here is so even There's not even an audio jack. You made a device that you are, the sole purpose of it is to remotely play your PS5 games, which, PS5 games, which basically means you're going to be like moving around your house or you're in bed or something like that. Also means you need to own a PS5. But then, true, (laughs) but then your only universal option is a headphone jack that you have to fucking plug a wire into. Or you can spend another couple hundred dollars on top of the $500 you paid for your PS5, $200 you paid for your remote play, the $60 or whatever you paid for a game, a game, you have to spend $200 on fucking PlayStation Link headphones. Anyways, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your rant with my mini rant. No, no, that's basically, that's the rest of it. It's just that, you know, you need to be on... Your Wi-Fi and everything else, and it's like it's just a glorified. It's it's it is literally the Wii U the Wii U tablet. Yeah, it's literally they cut a fucking DualSense controller in half and duct tape a screen to it. Except they didn't close the gap between the controller and the screen, which bugs me every time I look at it. Yeah, it looks it does look weird. You could have had a much better mock-up for that. Whatever, though. I I just like. PlayStation fucking is hilarious to me because they're always so close and then they like literally point the gun at their foot, aim for like 30 solid seconds to make sure they hit it and then pull the trigger and shoot themselves in the knee. Yeah. Because they accidentally decided to squat at the same time. Yeah. You're like, I don't. What? Anyway, let's go on to number seven. Oh, don't worry about it. For number eight, we're going to we're gonna tag team. Okay. Number seven, the Epic Game Store is taking another approach to combating Steam. Epic has announced a new opt-in program called First Run that will trade the company's share of revenues for the first six months of release for exclusivity. The program's eligibility requirements allow for games releasing on consoles or mobile platforms, games to be sold by the developer through their own storefronts, 
and games to be sold through other third-party stores like Green Man Gaming or Humble Bundle. I forgot about Green Man. Provided that they use Epic Game Store's keyless distribution system. After the end of the six months, or earlier if you decide to leave the program, Epic will begin taking its standard cut of 12% of revenue. The program begins on October 16th and only applies to products launching on or after that date. They're making it really hard to not just say, let's put our game on Epic. And... Yeah. I mean, already you were going to put it in both places for the most part because you got a 30% in Steam and then you got a much better cut in Epic, so it made sense to just put them in both. But now they're like, well, for six months, if you really believe in your game and to be good enough, you could just throw it over here and we'll give you all the money. Yeah, it's wild. And like, okay. And still sell it with the keys for everything else on the other ones. Yeah. As long as you're using their system, then we don't care. Yeah. And I'm assuming you can't... So, essentially, you can put it everywhere's butt bell. But, butt steam. Yeah, probably, yeah. Which, still. Okay. <clears throat> Making good business decisions. Especially if you can do it knowing that when you still go to Steam, you'll still have an audience or, you know, you'll be essentially gaining an audience at the same time type of thing. Yep. Number eight. Uh, as Nate alluded to in the beginning of the podcast, Gamescom is a thing. It's happening. Uh, and there was opening night live. So I'm going to do the recap of opening night live. First off, did you watch any of it? I started to at work today. Okay. I also started watching it uh, the night it happened, um, but I only made it very little into it before okay. life happened. But Ooh. another fucking dude got on stage, first off. I There's a lot of problems I have with that. I don't, Really, I don't want to talk about it. All right. Because it's stupid. It's I just fun. am baffled that they literally had it happen. Uh, at the last big video game event. Actually, no, it wasn't the last one. But they had it happen less than a year ago. And they somehow they didn't have security in place. To... No, that somehow they had the security they had was a guy crab walking in front of him. <laughs> trying to make sure that he wasn't shown by the camera. And I'm like, just spear him. Yeah, grab him, pull him off stage. No, you have the crowd should be well versed enough in WWE. And get a Goldberg spear, and all you just hear is spear from the crowd. That's all I want. <laughs> I wanted to see that guy like a fucking middle linebacker, Terry Tate, woo woo, come through and just end him. You know what I would like to see more? Is if when it, the guy came up on stage and tried to get the mic from Jeff Keeley, Keeley pulls out a taser and just tases the dude. Like, casually and then continues on with the show i also i would be a vote of confidence if keely just turned and punched him i feel like just mike in fist just square in the nose and was like fuck you and then continues with his thing that would be impressive um if he just just out of the corner of his eye went bam fuck you and then continued on with his entire thing i'd be like jeff keely has balls she yeah. But that's all. Another stupid thing brought on by another child. Yep. 
All right, let's get into Open Tonight Live. I don't think this is in order. I don't know if this is in order, but we're following it. We're using IGN here as a little recap. Uh, first up, we have the Star uh, Starfield live-action trailer, uh, which teased the game. Then uh, Todd Howard stopped by uh, to show off new gameplay, which I do remember Todd Howard being on stage. Um, and they kicked it off with uh, the composer doing a little piano. It was like the smallest grand piano I've ever seen. It was the micro, micro ITX of grand pianos. <laughs> it was probably super expensive then. Oh, easily. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, Todd Howard seems like he's fucking over doing press. Like his like, and maybe it's because he's just been like working nonstop. But he he just doesn't have that like oil tycoon vibe. In the last few times I've seen him, he just. He's just like, I, I need a vacation. Uh, and then uh, there was Zack Snyder's reveal of Rebel Moon and the trailer for that. Did you watch that? Uh, I didn't. Okay. That's unfortunate because I really would enjoy your opinion. Oh, no. That's it's not. Just, that means it's not good. It's just Zack Snyder. You know, like. I, I know, but like Zack the, Snyder the, is. The trailer, you could have cut up and it literally cut it into four different movies. So. Yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder. Yep. <laughs> um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 gameplay trailer, uh, which they they talked about a new, I don't know if you'd call it a game mechanic, but what do they call them? Those like open-ended missions. They called them something. I can't remember what they called them. They talked about them for a little bit. Did you watch, see any of that? Uh, I did. And it just, it was like, yep, it looks good. I still am just kind of like so weary on the price point then of. Are they going I, 70? Yeah. And like, I just, I love Call of Duty. Like, it's always been a, a franchise that I've enjoyed and whatever. But it's just, and Modern Warfare is the one that I prefer because, you know, faster and it's pretty and everything like that. But then it's like, I'm kinda, I don't know if I really want to spend 70 and do I, I'm going to play it enough and. It weirdly, from an outsider's point of view, and like it could just be them, you know, spewing marketing bullshit. Uh, it sounds like there's more to this game than previous ones, with like the open world zombies. Um, they seem to be focusing a little bit more on the campaign, but you know, it could all just be marketing bullshit. So, I'm curious to see what reception is on it, even though like I will never play it, but. Is obviously an industry heavy hitter. Um, Alan, that that's when I stopped watching. Basically, is at that point. Um, Alan Wake two uh, showed up at the at the uh, at opening night live with a trailer. Um, you know, it's a game. I, I I'm at the point where I need to just play the game, so we can stop talking about Alan Wake now. Yeah. Probably Not few, like us, but I just mean like in general. There's yeah. probably a few games because on here Alan Wake's in the list of like, don't show me anymore. I don't. It's supposed to be like a horror suspense game. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah, it's the old uh, Hollywood problem where they show you too much in the trailer. Yeah, then I'm just left going into the movie like, well, yeah. great to know that Thanos is Fortnite dancing halfway through the movie. <laughs> Um, Diablo 4 Season 2 is called... Speaking the... of Fortnite dancing, I yes. know this is completely unrelated. Not bad. 
Did you see? I he might have already played. Fuck, I don't remember. Belbiv DeVoe is playing the State Fair. I don't know who that is. You know the song Poison. That girl is poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Belbiv DeVoe. Oh, okay. Only song I know. All right. And I'm just like, do I go to just watch everybody try to do the Turk dance from Scrubs it's, to oh, Belbiv DeVoe? Is there anyone else interesting going to? Absolutely not. You want to watch Ario Speedwagon on Monday night? I mean, that would probably is that the only other option that's decent or like Luda's Thursday. Luda. <laughs> Luda. Um, I watched Luda the first time he was there. It was a fun show. I. <sighs> we do need to do the fair. We should do the fair. Yeah, I mean that was kind of like I was shook. When I heard the state fair started, so I was like, "Huh?" Yeah, I was like, "What?" <laughs> you get a little Mike G, huh? <laughs> eh. All right, Diablo Four season two is officially called the season of blood, and it begins October seventeenth. Uh, Vampire Hunter Ares and Vampire Powers. Oh, Vampire Powers! Five additional end game bosses. Better gem inventory management. Oh, shit. Um, are you still playing Diablo? No. I don't even have it installed anymore. Oh, my God. He fucking cut that one loose faster than... I didn't, and I, I didn't end up hitting max before the first season started, and then I was like, I don't... It took so long to level. I don't really want to do this again. And I just... It it served its purpose, and then I was like, I... Uh, yeah. Do I regret buying it? No. Am I disappointed I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to? Yeah. Did I still enjoy the time I had with it? Yes. Would you have enjoyed it more if you had people to play with? Was it one of those situations or just where you weren't feeling it or just yes and no. Okay. Yes, it was fun when I was playing with people. Uh, It was painful at a certain point because I was clearly not doing the damage they were doing. Yeah. So I was, I was, was I playing or was I just walking around? Okay. Story of my life. Um, Mortal Kombat 1 revealed two new fighters. Uh, Mataro and Shujuku? Shujuku? Shujinko? I don't know what the fuck those people are. Cameo fighters. Uh, Tekken 8 release date was revealed, which is January 26th. I like Dude, this that bear's got a fish. I was gonna say I like this thumbnail a lot. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. <laughs> I fucking just want that as an image. <laughs> just the bear holding the fish <laughs> with a bandana. Yeah, or same, like a headband. Yeah, fucking Ryu bear. Yeah, it's great. Not nah, attacking man. Never change. We need. We know we need is some fucking beach volleyball. Some dead or alive beach volleyball. Matt, I play that every week. Really? Have you seen me? I mean... I'm sexy. Alright, you're not wrong. Check them out. Pick, get, <laughs> check, check them out. <laughs> check them out. Get in line, pick a number. All that good stuff. Uh, assassin. The, the, the line's not long. We're still at number one. You can get, you get served real quick. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Roses are red. No. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. 
Uh, I'm trying to get suffocated tonight. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be? Oh, God. What a way to go. Um, Speaking of killing, Assassin's Creed Mirage, latest trailer, uh, which shows 9th Century Baghdad. October 5th, that one's coming out. What do we think about it? Do we think this game's going to sell well? Do we think it's going to be a flop? I think it will sell well. I don't think it'll flop. I can't get a vibe on it. The critical review will be the interesting part. I think commercially it'll be okay for a while. Mm-hmm. But it'll the reception come mid-December will be interesting. Yeah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh Cyberpunk 2077 uh 2.0 is coming to the base game alongside Phantom Liberty. There was a gameplay trailer. A lot of it has like looked really good where I'm like, man, it's probably an entirely different game if I download it and play it again. I won't, but... I don't even know anything about this 2.0, but apparently it's like a big deal. It's all the all the updates as listed. Combat overhaul, police system, vehicle combat, mounted weapons... New items, increased level cap, dynamic events, cyberware, and perks. Interesting. I never, uh, I never played that one. Probably should do that at some point in life. Sonic Superstars. You should, but you should also just play like any game. Yeah, I mean that's. Whew. I mean, I don't, I don't want to like attack you. Just you. Fucking, he just went straight, straight to the jugular. He's like, I want to fucking get this guy. 
blood. <laughs> uh, he smelled weakness in the air. He was just like, rip. Uh, Sonic Superstars has her release date. October 17th. Cool. Sonic. Sonic. Sonic Frontiers, the Final Horizon update. It's coming this year. There was a trailer. That one I'm less intrigued about. Superstars is way better. Quantic Dream announced Dustborn. A narrative-driven action-adventure game that is set in an alternate version of America. I'm the dude in the back. The game is described as one about, quote, hope, love, friendships, robots. Hey, wait a second. And the power of words, end quote. I know that show. Hope, love, what what was that called? Wasn't it Hope, Love, and Robots? I think it was like Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, Love, Death, and Robots, that's right. Yeah, looks interesting. Uh, Thank goodness you're here, which is a new game by the studio that made Untitled Goose Game. A quirky game with a distinct hand-drawn art style and a wonderful wackiness that needs to be seen to be believed. I can only imagine. Little Nightmares 3 was announced with a trailer. Jeff Keighley was really amped up about that one. Little Nightmares has like a cult following. It does. It does. Um, Black Myth Wukong trailer happened. Everyone's still... That was that game that went viral like a year ago, what's that? Uh, 2020. It was in COVID. Oh, fuck me. Didn't get hit with the one-two punch, Nate. I'm sorry. Uh, Play a game. By the way, it's been three years. Get fucked, buddy. (laughs) This is what just happened. That's that's what I do, man. Uh, Fucks. Only myself. The... (laughs) Over. Um... The funny thing with the Wukong thing is, like, the way the when they introduced it, I was like, I don't know if that makes sense. Because they introduced it as the uh, Black Myth Wukong, which is based on, is a, is a Chinese game based on the novel Journey to the West. Which is one of the about, classic literatures of China. Or, is it based on the Sun King or God King Wukong, based on the Journey to the West, and then whatever. I was like, there were just so many leaps where I was like, can't you just say Chinese mythology? Because is Wukong only present in Journey to the West, or does he exist before that? That's a good question, actually. I don't know. I don't know. The like, I don't is, know like, if this would be me saying, you know, Batman yeah. from The Dark Knight. Yeah. I get what you're saying. No, Val Kilmer doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the weird thing, though. It's like. Yeah, I don't know, because I, I thought this game was essentially Journey to the West. So I don't know why they... But then, now, the more I see of it, it's almost like it's what you just explained, essentially, where it's like... What, how based much on characters it, from... Yeah, like how much of it is actually Journey to the yeah. West? Or is it just like, yeah, you know, we're going to name drop some stuff that you can look to the page and it says that, but don't... So that one guy's did head you know? Thing. Like Speaking. the, the, the dude that's like got no head playing the didgeridoo. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, Can't play didgeridoo with no head. Just so we're clear. <laughs> 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 just the, 
It's a small nitpick of my own comment. Um, uh, speaking of classic Chinese literature, or the great classics of Chinese literature, did you know that one of them uh, is um, has like a shit ton of sex in it? Essentially, was banned for the longest time. Humpty Dumpty. Not what I was about to come out of your mouth. I caught me off guard with that one. I was just thinking, I was like, how far can I just swing this into somewhere else? Uh, uh, it's, I, a, it's a double on, not double entendre, it's not the right word I want, but Humpty, haha, sex, great wall. Yeah. I was there's making, a lot of deep I was, cuts there. I was making a lot of cuts with that. Yeah, show. there's a lot of. It was and a lot. I didn't even, I didn't even get a laugh as much as just the confused. What the fuck mm, did he just yeah. say? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I was trying to remember the name of the the novel that is the sexy one, and I thought I I was almost there. I'm sorry. And then you hit me with the Humpty Dumpty, and then my brain literally just blue screened. <laughs> Do the Humpty Hump. <laughs> <laughs> All the king's uh, horses. All the king's men. Marvel Snap is now available on Steam. Funny enough, it was available on Steam before this. Oh, well, fucking liars. So I don't know if it was just like an early access thing and this was their official 1.0 launch because they did change how the game... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Officially exiting early access. Yeah, so all right, yeah. I was saying, because it was... I, bad headline. Description was correct. Um, Warhaven has a release date, which is a medieval fighter. It's coming out September 21st. We talked about this before. I played it during June. Ah. During the Steam Summer Game Fest. Okay. Uh, 16 v 16. Reminded reminded of For Honor. Mm -hmm. But with less, like, blocking individual battles. Mm -hmm. And just more sheer chaos. You turn into um, into gods. Okay. Yeah, you can turn into, like, random gods. And then you have more abilities. And you're just playing capture the flag. And... Sounds kind of cool, actually. It was there was a lot going on. I suck. I don't know if it played better with a controller than keyboard mouse or not, but I don't know. That's like fifty percent of why I haven't played video games because every game I have tried to play, I've been so awful that I'm like, I just, I'm not, not, I just can't <laughs> play games anymore. Just not. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink gets a February release date. It's one of those fucking Japanese games. I don't know if it's actually Japanese, but it's it's very Eastern With a name like Grand Blue and Relink, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. February 1st for PS5, PS4, and PC. Nightingale had a trailer with early access release date, which is actually a delay, to February 22nd. I don't like this trend of these games being like, ooh, early access. Ooh, we're gonna delay it. Mm-hmm. Matt's favorite game, Expeditions, a Mud Runner game, uh, is on its way. Didn't even know this was a thing. Snowrunner developer Saber Interactive has announced Expeditions, where the game is on the dirty but wonderful activity of off-roading. Oh my god, they're Along- doing the thing that I wanted them to do. Alongside driving off-road with a variety of vehicles, players will also be able to use drones to get a better view of your surroundings and a metal director to f- director. director. <laughs> wow, I fucking Ron Burgundy need that. A metal detector to find hidden treasure. This is fantastic. I'm 100% in on this one once it's coming out. No release date, probably. I can't wait till you, you're just like, you won't fucking believe what I've been 
what I've been dealing with. This is probably the first game of a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. That'll be the first one too that you actually have the racing rig yeah, for. Yeah, it's gonna work out to where like I, I set it'll it be, up just be, in time and be like, what the fuck? Time. Oh Jesus, that would be built for that F- would be built so for an F one thing used for going ten miles an hour across the desert. Oh, I would hate myself. I know it's gonna happen because I my timing's that fucking awful. Um. Stormgate's latest developer update sheds light on the Infernal Host. Uh, it's a free-to-play game from former Activision Blizzard developers. A demonic alien race that will join the human vanguard as a playable faction. I don't know what this game is. Woo! Uh, Crimson Dead... How much longer do we have on this? Because there's a whole other link that's like... Oh, we gotta, we gotta move. We gotta oh, start fuck. moving. Alright, Crimson Desert gameplay trailer uh, that showed new mechanics. Crimson Desert, made by the same people that do uh, BDO, Pearl Abyss. So. Yeah. I watched. I saw the trailer for this. It actually looks really interesting. Yeah, their stuff does look good. Uh, Bullet Storm VR. No one cares about hey, VR. Hey, do you have VR? Hey, do you have enough money for VR? <laughs> uh, Age of Empires 4 Anniversary Edition is available now on Xbox. You're an age, you, were you an AoE person? I played a lot of Age of Empires 2. 2. I think it was 2. I think it was 2. Okay. Uh, Killing Floor 3 was announced, which I watched the trailer for that. that kind of trailer was wild. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're just ripping people apart and drilling into their skulls. Okay. Yep. Made me slightly uncomfortable. And then there it was, was the... second trailer in. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, Armored Cord 6, Fires of Rubicon had its launch trailer. And hey, guess what? It's out. So, moving on. Uh, the Last Epoch. Official Rune Master first look trailer. The Crew Motorfest gameplay trailer, which uh, we have a tidbit on that later on, which basically is that when it launches, they're doing a free five-hour trial. Of Hell the yeah, game. let's go. It actually means I will try it again. Yeah. Fort Solace. Uh, what? Oh, didn't mean to do that. Uh, Lords of the Fallen extended story trailer. Gushin Impact concert reveal trailer. Now we're doing concerts and games. That's just the whole thing. We've been doing it. Yeah. Always have been. Uh, Hankei Star Rail PS5 trailer. Another Eastern game. Zenless Zone Zero trailer. Jesus. Payday 3 had a trailer with Ice-T in it, which... Hell yeah. Delta Force had a trailer. Wait, Delta Force? Yeah. Interesting. Homeworld 3 had a story trailer. Uh, Mandragora had a uh, official gameplay trailer. Warhammer Age of Sigmar Realms of Ruin had an official release day trailer. Warhammer, man, just killing it. Era History Untold. Official story trailer. I think I saw this one. I think that's it. That's it for opening night live. It is. And now I'm going to rip you through. Days one, two, and three. Rip and tear. Until it is done. Uh, good news for you, people of of the audience, is I do a thing called fucking editing on the fly. He's doing it. So He's day going one. off the rails. Uh, day one, I'm going to start from the bottom. Now we're here. Day one, day one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. Day one. All right, perfect. 
Don't care about that. That doesn't matter. Don't care about that. Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story, has received a new trailer. I just know that there's a new new person listening, new new player listening to this, so that's why I had to bring that one. All up. right, it's fair. No release date yet, but hey, it's on the way. Turok Three is on the way. Um, everyone's thrilled about that, I'm sure. Alongside a remaster of Star Wars Dark Forces. Okay, this one I'm a little excited for. The uh, Night Dive, the developer who previously did uh, System Shock and Quake Two. It's in development for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Yep. Does anybody even remember Dark Forces? Um, I own it. That so. sounds like Well, it. everyone probably owns it, so it's included in like every single one of those Star Wars bundles. Yeah, that's true. Lord of the Rings Return to Moria received PS5 and PC release dates of officially October 24th. So we go diggy diggy hole because we are being dwarves. How fuck they come up. Uh, let's see. RoboCop Rogue City. Got 16 minutes of some sweet gameplay. Mortal Kombat 1 had some lore talk while we also talked about the fact that uh, Omni-Man and Homelander won't play exactly the same. Alan Wake 2 had a little bit more in-depth. Can we just stop for a second and say... Bill Spencer and Star Trek. So we, you you said how, like, you're, you know, we don't need to see any more of Alan Wake. Yeah. And then they do a 40-minute gameplay. Yeah. In a game that's probably like twenty hours, thirty hours. I, yeah, I was gonna say like probably twenty three. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious! Uh... Then hey, they showed off the first teaser for the Fallout TV series. Did you watch that trailer? I don't think they actually showed it. Uh, it's it was going around online a lot. Okay, I have not watched it. It. It looks, it's very short. It's just like quick cuts of scenes and whatever. There's like, a lot of, so. Like, here's a, here's the guy playing the ghoul, and here's. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to edit the rest of this on the fly, because there's a bunch of stuff that I added to the doc that is from day two, three. Hey, guess Before what I we, found this link. Guess what and, we do the best. And one of those things is the Fallout TV show, which is that it takes place in LA. Yep. Um, It's centered around Vault 33. Yep. And uh, there was something else. I don't remember. Uh, that the art for the show was AI made. Was it really? This picture is AI. Mm. I believe that was confirmed. Skynet. Got it. Uh, the kind of cheesy way to tell is if you look at the red car, it looks like it's... Ah, it's facing the wrong way, but it's not. But it's not, yeah. Like, that is also believable to be the back end of a car from that time, but that is definitely also an engine, or like a hood. Yep. Not a boot. Amazing. Project Mugen, we're moving on to day two, is a new open world RPG where Cyberpunk meets Genshin Impact. Wayfinder has revealed a new MMO that looks like a fusion between Destiny and WoW. I'm interested. Second Dinner's Ben Brody talked about Snap finally coming out of Steve Access. We don't care about that. There's more uh, Like a Dragon stuff. If you wanted to check that out, I'm purposely like avoiding. There's a lot of things I'm avoiding because I don't want things spoiled for me. Alan Wake conversation. Uh, how good the Phantom Liberty update is. New look at Stalker 2. Now that it's been pushed back to 2024. Yep. That's what happens when your country is in a war. Uh, more gameplay for Return to Moria. Then we go into day three. Death Ground. 
It's a new survival horror game where, guess what? You fight dinosaurs. You thought Turok 3 was getting remastered? What if you fought HD dinosaurs? Uh, Forza Motorsport had a lot of more in-depth stuff, and the more I look at it, I'm like, yeah, they. Uh, I'm gonna have a fun driving with a controller on my PC. So it's launching with the um, Nuremberg Ring GP circuit, and then at a later update, it's gonna get the Norschleife. Yeah, and that I don't know why. Just like when I watched it, I was happy to be playing it on my PC with a controller, and then leaving my con- my steering wheel downstairs for GT. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just look at it and I go, feels like a controller. Yeah, I don't know. Forza's always been a controller, and it thing. might be great with a wheel. But I'm going to want to just do it in a controller. I don't know why. Maybe because then I could just play it up here, and that's part of my thing, is I don't have to move the wheel around. <laughs> Maybe. That's fair. Uh, hey, then we talked about Alan Wake 2 a fucking again. <laughs> AMD announced two new Radeon RX 7000 GPUs, the 7800 and the 7700 XTs. And FSR3. And FSR3. And still, yeah, I mean, they're doing all right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Neil Blomkamp's got an off-the-grid gameplay trailer. The new Battle Royale third-person shooter. God damn it, Neil. Why do you keep doing projects that just fucking flop? Because it's District 9, baby. We're running it back. No, I don't really know why. Uh, more stuff from Path of Exile 2 for some new images, if you really like that. If you got sick of Diablo and want something to uh, latch onto. Uh, Little Nightmares had some stuff, and then uh, we're caught up. So that's how fast I can edit that doc. Fucking nailed it. All right, next up, we got some rumors. Actually, the the rest of this thing's going to be probably a shit show. But anyways, Rumor Roundup. Hell yeah, shit show. But uh, what, what was that? Rumor Roundup. What? Rumor Roundup. Uh, Rockstar is opening up a new studio in Los Angeles named Rockstar LA. Original. Creative, I like it. In a recent interview by GQ UK, Sam White states that Todd Howard is halfway through executive producing Machine Games Indiana Jones. And according to The Snitch, uh, Sony is working on God of War Ragnarok DLC, even though uh, they said that they put everything they wanted to in the game and they weren't doing DLC. So I don't even know really what DLC you'd do. I don't I'm know I'm sure there's like things you could do, but why? Like the game was perfect as it was. It was perfect, and there was an uh, ending left open enough that you could do you could just make game. a whole other... Yeah, exactly. You don't have to do DLC. Just make another game. Uh, questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on that we are going to edit on the fly. Savvy Game Studios, owned by Savvy Games Group, has rebranded to Steer Studios. The company's new name was attributed to aligning with its goal of owning cows, uh, with growing its global market presence by that. Which, that's the uh, Saudi Arabia one. Never mind. I, cow is my piece of sacred. Uh, uh, number. D- yeah, go ahead. I don't know why I was going to step in there. I don't know. Kind of rude. It, hey, do whatever you got to do. I do it to you. Number two, Savvy. Well, maybe I'm just rude. <laughs> number two, Savvy Games Group has been revealed as the strategic partner that backed out of that $2 billion deal with Embracer Group all those months ago. Uh, makes sense now when you think about it. Who else would have had $2 billion laying around? True. Uh, Sega has completed its purchase of Angry Birds creator Rovio Entertainment. I'm pretty sure they were Savvy Games Group, Saudi Arabia people, were on our short, short list of, of people we were theorizing. Oh, probably. I feel like we're smart enough to guess that. Yeah. It's, 
I could just be making it up. I don't know. Oh, hey, somebody could go listen to the tapes because you know you and I aren't going to. Number four, David Vonderhaar has left Treyarch after nearly two decades at the Call of Duty studio. The studio design director announced his departure via a LinkedIn post where he said he is now working on a, quote, undisclosed project I can't discuss yet. And he described it also as a rare and unique opportunity, end quote. Tantalizing. Sony's Gran Turismo movie has made $22 million in theater revenue, which... Number six, Game Done Quick's Flame Fatales has raised over $110,000 for the Malala Fund. The all-women and non-binary speedrunning event was held online from August 13th to August 20th. Malala Fund is an organization that works to provide free education for girls globally. Pokemon earned $11.6 billion in licensed products revenue last year. They are now worth more than Ubisoft. Jesus, bro. Number eight, Behavior Interactive has acquired the Netherlands game studio Code Glue. With the acquisition, Code Glue will be rebranded into Behavior Rotterdam. Number nine, Microsoft has ended production of Azure Connect, the successor to the Xbox Connect. The Azure Connect was aimed at manufacturing, retail, and healthcare markets rather than gaming. Never knew this existed. Nope, neither did I. But that sounds great because it would have been on the business side and we don't really care. This year's Game Awards, December 7th. So uh, that's earlier and day. earlier every year. I feel like. Oh, that's where you. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's true. Yep. Like I, that lo- is also I locked the, on to being December seventh. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, a day a, that will live in infamy. Like, that, that is a day to have an award show. Uh, uh, number eleven, Denuvo has announced that its anti-piracy technology is now authorized as Nintendo Switch middleware. <laughs> Number 12, Netflix has launched a limited beta to test its cloud gaming service. A small number of subscribers in Canada and the UK will be able to play games on their TV using a Netflix game controller app. Only two games will be available during the beta, though. Oxenfree and Mining Adventure. Number 13, BioWare has announced that it will reduce its workforce by nearly 50 staffers. The layoff decision was attributed to matching the studio's changing needs. Dragon Age Dreadwolf has been internally delayed until summer 2024, with staff working on Mass Effect moving over to assist with Dragon Age, which will also therefore delay Mass Effect 4. This comes as hysterical time, seeing how this, probably the 50 people laid off were ones that worked on the original Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 and the early success in Dragon Age. So if that doesn't tell you that they're fucked, well, here we go. Rip. Number 14, Remedy Entertainment has announced that Alan Wake 2's release date has moved to October 27th giving it more space in a month of multiple new AAA title launches. Uh, originally, it was going to be October 17th, but I kind of like that it's closer to Halloween. Number 15, Ubisoft has announced that Assassin's Creed Mirage's launch date has also moved, but up to October 5th, avoiding October 12th. Number 16, Microsoft announced that it will be closing the Xbox 360 digital store on July 29th, 2024. So you have one more year to buy every single game you can. I'll, I'll do the rest if you'd like. NetEase Games okay. has announced, I appreciate you, uh, the <laughs> creation of a new development studio in Austin, Texas called T-Minus Zero Entertainment. The studio will be led by BioWare and Bethesda Veteran. The team's debut title will be a third-person online multiplayer action game based on a new sci-fi IP. My last one. Sony Interactive Entertainment has entered a deal to purchase audio technology company, the thing I read earlier, Audi's Nuts. <laughs> uh, Stalker 2 has been delayed until Q1 of 2024, which we kind of mentioned. Um, let's see here. We talked about Return of the Moria. 
Uh, Sega reportedly considered releasing a Dreamcast mini version, but decided against it due to concerns over quality and cost. Which sounds like a good decision. That seems weird. And you know what? We talked about we talked about everything else. Yeah. So. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help. <laughs> Got me. Uh, lot, lot of stuff this week, and we, we, there's a lot we didn't talk about too. I mean, it was two weeks worth of stuff, but Gamescom takes up a lot. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of Gamescom, a lot of hardware releases as well. Like there was some monitors and stuff. Not that we ever really cover that, but. So anyway, it's been uh, 14 days. What have you done? Books, man. I finished. Um, I finished my Rise of All Third Reich. I finished. I did. I went through The Martian, which is a really good book. The audiobook is really good of it, but not the Will Wheaton version. The R.C. Bray narrated version is, okay. is super good, and it's available on SoundCloud. If you don't want interesting. To pay for it. It's short too. I don't even use SoundCloud. I got it for this reason. I downloaded the app so that I could just listen. Oh, because to of it. that one. Yeah. Interesting. And it's like short. It's like 16 hours maybe. I think maybe less than that. It's like a Witcher book. Yeah. Um, It's like a quick 16 hours though. Uh, Well, you know, it's like easy, easy to listen. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean, but it's just, it's always entertaining. Yeah, you know, it's like a quick 30 hour flight. Yeah. What? Uh, I started. <laughs> I started another history book um, on Cold War, and then um, of course, why not? Yeah, they're and, just edging the entire time. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's the ultimate edgers book. Fuck Fifty Shades of Grey. We just listen to the Cold War stories, and uh, that's about it, really. I mean, still watching Ted Lasso. Ahsoka. How far are you now? And Ted Lasso. Yeah. We are, um... There's only three seasons, so... I think we're halfway through season three. Okay, so you're almost done. Yeah. And then, uh, Ahsoka started, but I haven't watched it yet, so I'm gonna watch this one. I've heard nothing good, so I'm kind of, like... I'm kind of, like, over... I still need to watch Andor. That's, like, my... Yeah, Andor is... Andor is the best thing that's come out about from New Star Wars. Yeah. That's and, I was like and honestly, it's and... the only thing. If like you don't have unlimited time and you don't want that's to the deal one, with the yeah, bullshit, exactly. that's the one to watch and yeah. sit fuck everything. Else. So that's kind of what my plan. Um, thoughts on Ted Lasso? Now that you're further and further, I really like it. I I'm kind of conflicted because I do enjoy it and I think it's funny and it's lighthearted and it's what, exactly what I wanted it to be, which was something that wasn't that was more lighthearted and upbeat. I mean, it's, it's a good counterbalance to the rise and fall, fall of the third Reich. Exactly. Like, I mean, it does have some seriousness to it and some darkness to it as well. Um, my issue with it is that it is too perfect. Like, okay. it's not. I mean, that it kind of comes with that territory of being like upbeat. Is that you know, it's not the real world. Like, it's like sure, yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's the moment with the. Uh, not like a moment of the show, but the the moment where you're like this, everything everything's kind of just like working at like it's too yeah. So it's good though. I like it, and I I, I appreciate that it ends. Right. Yeah. They don't just drag everything on. Yeah. It's three seasons and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, well, what have we been up to? 
Oh. Gallivanting across the world. I did not go across the world. I went barely three hours away. Listen, I, that's that's a long ways for me. Fair enough. Um, says a guy that went with me to Boston uh, in January. So just four hours. The wedding was good. Good time. Beautiful venue. Yeah, I was just chilling what? in the mountains. Great time. Um, but all that driving allowed me to knock out some books. I'm now booking it. I'm now in my third Warhammer book. Jesus. Uh, with like three hours to go in it, I think. They're only like eight hour books, though. That's interesting. Seven seven to eight hours. They're, I mean, they're, you know, just short paperbacks, essentially, that, um. Novellas? No, they're longer than I think a novella would be. I mean, they are a book, but they're just not like Iliad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, they're so far so good. I'd be intrigued to see how this third one ends. Because this is the like trilogy start to a hundred and forty books or something if I want like if I wanted to go that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is we're ramping to the point now of everything's been building and we're kind of in a culmination type book to then where you can clearly see that there's a culmination point here and then we should be continuing to kick off the next like rest of it like it it still flows correctly yeah but it's almost like the trilogy would be bringing the end of a chat like even though there's multiple chapters obviously you know what Mm. i mean like that that saga is now complete and we're starting a new saga with like the yeah then history starts here moment and continuing uh so i'm curious to see how it ends or at least how this book wraps up uh, and then I'll determine if I get the next one in the series and keep going. And we'll see from there. Um, World of Warcraft game-wise. Picked up Football Manager again for a while. Just because the, the, prim- the Premier League started, so the itch came back. Mm. Um, and then otherwise... I, start to ha- I actually, as these things happen, you know, like with the volleyball analysts and all that, the the beauty of Ted Lasso mm-hmm. is I do have a basic understanding of the league structure now. So that's you know all I'm se- not completely all se- lost. In all the seven divisions? No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get too nuts. All right. Beat a fucking Vanarama North League. They lost me there. Got him. All right, it's Ha-ha. too deep. Boom boom. Anyways. Lay my knowledge out. Um. So yeah, just been doing that. And that's that's really it. I got one more week of volleyball beach playoffs week. So far, we're undefeated. Oh, drop dick. In theory, we should be there in the same way at the end of it all. But it's not really bragging because wins every year. No, but like, (laughs) oh, my God, this is terrible. Like I don't have fun. I found like once every two months. Chasing the dragon. But like, I can't even see the dragon. I'm not even, I don't even, I'm not even having that fun where I'm like, ha ah, chase me, ha. Ah. <laughs> it's like that happened and then I never saw it again. And I'm like, <laughs> remember when this used to be fun? Uh, I'm just, no, I don't. Yeah, that's, it's like, oh, you, you mean like six years ago? Yeah. Because now it's just, uh, I feel like it took a turn when the place you played at was sold. Yes, a hundred percent. 
Well, because then it was downhill of like nowhere really to play for the summer for me. Yeah. And that was the last like it kind of like the last bastion of good broke up the band a little bit type yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. There, well, I mean, there were multiple things that broke up the band. Uh, but yeah, that did that broke up like a a larger population of players. Like we played, you had two full leagues on two nights yeah. of like ten teams each, and now we're at I think there's eight teams in this league because two bowed out it part way through the season. I'm playing with four people because if I don't, if I played with more, it, I, I wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. Just not entertaining. Yeah. Four at least makes me move a little bit, but even then it's still just like, we can just serve and they can't bring the ball back over. So it's like, what? yeah, it's not like, there's no competition. No, it, eh, just not entertaining. So. I'm assuming there's no know. middle ground. Like you either live long enough to see yourself become the villain <laughs> you either deal with your current situation or to like go com- competitive it's like it's oh, it's too much so no yes and no In not the- too much is skill wise but like too much effort that sure yeah i'll yeah. give you that because the the solution is to play in syracuse yeah that was kind and of it's like alluding to I don't want to drive out there in the middle of the week and then have to work the next day and then yeah. But there's also going to be a point where I'm like I might have to do that even for just like a summer just to see if I'm crazy or not. Mm-hmm. Because I I want this is going to be this is going to be arrogant Nate coming out. Not even arrogant, but just like testosterone Nate. Yeah. I want competition. I don't like playing weak people. I want to play against people that are better than me because that's how I get better. I want to play against Japan's national team. I think they'd murder you. I would die, (laughs) but I'd die with a smile on my face. If I lost 25 to 0 and it was against them, I'd thank them afterwards. Uh, Any national team, actually, for that matter. I don't give a shit. They're all 8 feet taller than me. I look up to every single one of that person on that team. But I want to play. That's what. That's how I initially got anywhere near as half average as I am. Was I was always playing against better and better and better and better and better until I could kind of compete, and then somebody would show up and be like, "Oh my god, okay, he's well, better. Figure it out." You know, there's some other bonuses to being in Syracuse. There's a lot of bonuses. Often. There's a lot of bonuses. But it's some still... of them have to do with being suffocated. Volleyball just hits me so hard. <laughs> uh, but then it's like, do I go out there and just try to find a team? Oh, yeah, that's true, too. That seems weird. Can I convince a team to go out there? Maybe. Do I potentially know somebody that's already playing out there and need somebody? That might also be true. Do I like enough of their team to not want to <laughs> murder myself halfway through? Well... But I, I want that guy. That's why I, I also want to be playing. I wish I was playing competitive indoor this season. So far, I'm not. And I haven't for the last couple of years. I've just played against 85-year-old elders who I'm surprised can be on the court. Which is all fine and dandy. I feel powerful. But I also can't swing as hard as I want to 
for fear that they would vaporize and turn into dust. I was going to say, can you get charged with manslaughter? Yes, he didn't kill him. I don't think I swing hard enough to get charged with manslaughter, but maybe like a professional volleyball person could. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's just like, oh, okay, I... There, it, again, there's no competition. It's also wrecked, so we're just, you know, picking up teams each week, different teams, whatever, move on. But, like, I don't ever have to jump. Why would I have to jump? Yeah. Nobody on that team could jump over over a dollar bill. Like, so, I don't know. I, I want that competition. It's just how far am I willing to go to get it? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. We shall see. Maybe there'll be a new... Because it'd be easier to justify me doing... Like the Syracuse thing in... Maybe he'll bring his albatross skills into real life. Kind of already did. Oh! No, not really. That's actually not true. Because I've, I've played it with the same group of people for like the last 10 years. It's, it took a while for it's it to time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, that's really it. Actually, it's been longer than 10 years. Oh, God. Oh, I remember when I turned 21. (laughs) Anyway, it's been fun. And we will see you guys this time in seven days. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.